Why pay more for a separate CoQ10 supplement? Enjoy twice the benefits with Superbeats Heart Choose Advanced from the number one doctor, pharmacist, and cardiologist recommended beet brand for heart health support. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced by Human is now infused with CoQ10. That's essentially like getting CoQ10 for free. Our powerful blend of beetroot, grapeseed extract, and CoQ10 ingredients support nitric oxide production, healthy blood pressure, healthy CoQ10 levels, and heart-healthy energy with two tasty chews a day. Plus, Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced are plant-based, so you get heart-healthy energy without stimulants. For a limited time, get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Chews on all bundles and 15% off your first order by going to RadioBeats.com and using promo code DEAL. That's RadioBeats.com, code DEAL. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Do you bleed green? Are you an ultimate Eagles football fan? Well, you're in the right place. Well, you're in the right place. This is Birds 365, hosted by the new Mac and Mac, Jody McDonald and John McMullen. And here we go, here we go! Who collectively have covered and talked about more than 50-plus years of Eagles football. Kick off your day with Birds 365. You'll get debate. We love to argue. You'll get the real story from inside the locker room. And you'll hear from some of the great football minds from around the region. You're about to become an Eagles insider. Get in the game. Join Jody Mack and Johnny Mack and join the football community that flocks to Birds 365. Birds 365 starts right now. Welcome to the NFL. Let's go! Let's go! Go! Welcome to Birds 365. He's John McMullen. I am Tone. This is the second filling in for Jordy Mack right now. He's experienced, he's experiencing some technical difficulties, but we're in the process of getting that worked around as we as we speak. But man, oh man, it's Tuesday. It's officially week five in the NFL. It's time to put the Jacksonville Jaguars victory behind us. It's time to move forward. So, John, how are you feeling this morning? 24 hours baby move forward uh, yeah it's never evidently it's never going to stop raining but other than that uh, yeah I mean things are all good in Eagle Land only undefeated team uh, 4-0 we, we talked you know early in the season about the schedule and said 
you know, that Arizona game might be the first time they're not favored. Well, they played so well over the first four games that they're uh, pretty significant favorites going across the country in Arizona, which is, you know, been up and down. They haven't been terrible, but they haven't been good either. So um, people are starting to get on the, the, the bandwagon. You saw Jalen Hurts on the Manning cast, which wasn't very exciting, but, you know, uh, that's Jalen, man. He's even keeled. Um Talked about Nick Sirianni, trust, 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 his mantra. Talking about fourth downs, and he trusts the quarterback. Uh, the one thing, injuries, I think is a little bit of a concern. Nick Sirianni wouldn't delve too deep into them. There's going to be he, – he, he mentioned, and it's – obviously they took some hits in, against Jacksonville. He said everybody's got a chance to play this weekend, which isn't going to happen, but – Right. It does probably indicate that none of the injuries are very serious, maybe maybe weeks and not months, um, hopefully. Otherwise, they're just lying to us. They, they are getting a little bit, uh, having a little bit of a tighter circle when it comes to injuries, not wanting to give out information right. until Wednesday. I don't know what the competitive advantage is there, Nick, but. Yeah, uh, you know, do as you like, but I do think they're going to be without some players uh, this weekend in Arizona, and we'll see how that sort of shakes out as we move forward, John. But that, to me, is the biggest story, and that we'll learn more about that tomorrow. Who's potentially? And you're talking about Jordan Mailata. You're talking about Isaac Samalo, Jake Elliott, most specifically. I think Darius Slay is going to be okay. And, from everything after the game, it looked like he was okay. So um, I'm not as concerned with that one. Um, maybe Avante misses another game if I didn't mention him. But, uh, you know, some of the injuries. And that's the NFL happens. They're going to pile up at some point. Yeah, for sure. It's all about that war of, attrition, war of attrition, right? So I'm really curious not only to see your perspective or hear your perspective about how this team adjusts and, and and who will be able to step up. You know, some guys stepped in and of course they're backups and they're going to do what backups do. They're going to make mistakes, but you had guys like Josiah Scott and Zach McPherson step in. And, you know, I'm also curious to hear our guy Jordan McDonald's perspective on this thing as well. We actually have him in the green room right now and we're going to bring him up right now. So man, you know, again, these Eagles are going to have to find a way to bounce back from these injuries, but nonetheless, the Mac man is in full effect. The Mac man is in the building. I'm going to jump off you guys. Have a great show. Jody Mack, a little bit late to the party, but uh, good to see you. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Stupid yeah. computer issues again. I can't even log on to the show. What well, can well, you do? When uh, Mr. Computer says uh, application not available, you got to do what you got to do. But uh, we were able to figure out the workaround. I guess I got to learn how to do this stuff when things go wrong. Uh, but things haven't gone wrong for the Eagles yet this year, Johnny Wow. And, oh, by the way, they went okay for your uh, Super Bowl pick, San Francisco. Yeah, I, I need I'm back you to on fill, board. I need you're, you to fill in the defense. You were bailing ship. I, it's very early in the season, man. That defense was impressive. Uh, well, to, to bail uh, a ship, you have to be on a ship yeah. at one well, point. Well, that's I was, true. I was that's not true. on the San Francisco ship. That's well, your you know, but I you assume, didn't bail. I give you credit for not bailing. I assume you knew they were a good team. You just didn't think they could go to the length of being a Super Bowl contender. Correct. But they've proven they're a good team. I, I assume you you thought they would be a good team. Uh, defensively, they're, you know, especially their front seven. When you talk about 
uh, Nick Bose and Fred Warner specifically. I mean, you're going to, you're going to create some issues with people. Uh, and look, I don't like the quarterback. There's no, uh, secrets there. I don't even think the head coach likes the quarterback, but he he's known he's, you know, in that, that term game manager is too often used in a, as a disparity to quarterbacks in this league, but Jimmy Garoppolo has proven that he can be a game manager and win games. Maybe, maybe the margin of error is a little bit smaller, but the guy wins games. Uh, so you, you have to give him credit for that. Uh, yeah, they're going to be a problem. They're going to be a problem down the road for somebody. Um, now, if you go to last year's playoffs, and uh, Bob Gross is going to be our first guest, you know, he was texting me during the game, Jody. He said the Eagles can't deal with this team. He's already talking oh, about that. No, Gross Mr. Eight, again? no. He's, he's Mr. Uh, negativity. He's again? still got, no, it, that's the thing. He's still got him going eight and zero or whatever to start the season, but he doesn't think they'll match up well with okay. San Francisco. I think they'll match up just fine. The only reason I brought it up, John, was if I watched ten plays from the entire game, that was it last night. There was yeah. a more important game here. I know we're birds three sixty five and we're football centric, but yeah, I kind of was watching the baseball team here in town clinch their first playoff spot in eleven years. I didn't see much of Monday night. I didn't see Jalen Hurts on the Manning cast at all. Yeah, last evidently night. that but, wasn't uh, very engaging, which is no surprise. I was talking about that before you came on. Yeah, I mean, look, Jalen's he he has a long-standing relationship with the Mannings. You know, he went to the Manning pass. He's very close to Archie. He's very close to Peyton. Um, is especially um i don't think a lot of people know that but uh you know he's he's not going to give me anything on television so i mean i didn't understand the booking and he was jalen hurts just you know even keel and you know on tv you got to be a little bit more entertaining but that's not what he's there for i was a little surprised that he was on the show, but he probably did it as a favor to the man. His his flatline ability makes him a very good football player. Not too up, not too down, just stay steady. Not necessarily going to work as a broadcaster. And uh, did did you know about this before yesterday? Or do you think they put it together and announced it? I saw it on social media sometimes. I saw it, no. I, when they put it up, uh, yeah, they put up their guest list. Um, and that's the first I heard about it. Yeah. Right. Like middle of the day. And yeah. I don't, uh, again, I'm not a Manning cast guy. I like to watch my football with real announcers who are in the stadium and watching the game. I, I enjoy entertaining television. I watch a lot of entertaining shows when I'm watching football. I don't need to be entertained. Uh, I'm even one further than you. I don't even listen to the announcers. I'm just watching the game. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't I, even I, listen to that. I like. I like good announcers who can fill in some blanks because sometimes they can see something that you can't see on the TV screen. So yeah, give me the good announcers and uh, Buckman Eggman are pretty damn good. Um, but I I've just dropped in on Manning Cast a handful of times since they started it last year. So I wouldn't have been watching it anyway. But did, when did they announce their guests? Like twenty minutes before kickoff, because I didn't know about it till I saw it on social media at some point yesterday. They don't announce yeah, it. Yeah, it was in the band. afternoon. I I think I tweeted it thirteen minutes after it came out. That's when I saw it. So and what time was, was that? Uh, I'd have to look back in my yeah. timeline, but it was right afternoon. It was afternoon. like two, three. So o'clock. They don't. Yeah, they don't give you much time to if you're specifically going to tune in for it. 
And I would have if the Phillies weren't going for the playoffs. I would have actually made sure I listened to Jalen last night. But I didn't get to see uh, any of it because, yeah, I was so locked into the Phillies uh, making the postseason. All right, one quickie before we get uh, Groats, who is uh, – I love Bob Groats. He's negative, but he's got him starting to season 8-0. But he, they can't beat a team like San Francisco. He's all over the friggin' map. Um Sirianni yesterday certainly singing the praises of Jalen and the entire team. Um, anything surprising come out of his media session for you? Um, surprising? No. I think he went over the top with the trust thing, the trust mantra. Um, I trust the quarterback. I trust the quarterback. I trust the quarterback. He was talking about fourth downs. Uh, and the Eagles were very successful on fourth downs. They really should have been four or five. They ended up three or five because – I think AJ should have came down with that last one, but uh, um, they should have been four or five, which is pretty good. And he obviously had the one touchdown run on fourth down. Um, he is, you know, this team's been very good on fourth down. So, um, and he points a lot of that at the quarterback because he trusts the quarterback. So, and he should when he's playing at this level. Um, we'll see how that continues, but. You know, Doug Peterson, I said, I wrote about this yesterday. I, you know, Doug's a perfect example. Doug was at the the sort of foreground of all of this, Jody, the fourth down aggression. Yep. And he's up 14 nothing. He went for it on fourth and three, and that was the big unforced error. That changed the whole game around. So that fourth down stuff, as Brandon Stanley can tell you, that can give you a lot, but it can take away a lot. So right. you, you got to be very judicious away. with it. Exactly right. John McMullen, Jody McDonald here. We have Birds 365. All right. First time out of the day, then we will get Bob Groats up here next. He's ready to rock and roll. The Darth Vader of Eagles Beat Reporters joins us next here on Birds 365. <laughs> At Pond Lee Hockey, we've recovered billions of dollars for our clients, and we're confident we can do the same for you. With over 250 years of combined courtroom experience, We've helped over 100,000 injured clients obtain some of the largest settlements in Pennsylvania. One conversation is all it takes to help you and your family get back on track. If you've been injured in an accident, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Go passionately. Go fearlessly. Go confidently. Go first! Go confidently towards your goals with First Trust, Philly's hometown bank for nearly 90 years, and the official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. We're focused on getting you over the goal line. So go with conviction. Go with trust. Go first! And go forward with us by your side. First Trust Bank, the official bank of Philadelphia dreams. Oh, and go first. Welcome to Pond Lee Hockey. We've helped over 100,000 injured and disabled workers obtain benefits, as well as some of the biggest settlements in the state. If you've been injured at work, give Pond Lee Hockey a call. 
Score and save at Southeastern PA in Delaware with Colony Pools this football season. And let the experts close your pool with a custom Merlin safety cover in green for the birds. And if you join our winter watch team, we'll give you another 20% off and Colony Pools will handle it all. Keep your tiles on your pool, not in your pool. Fly with Colony right now, birds fans. Visit flywithcolony.com. Jafti Ambrosio Destination Downingtown's five-day used car super sale. Jeff puts an end to high prices now. Five days of the best car, truck, and SUV deals ever. Over 1,000 vehicles, every make and model. Stop overpaying. See Jeff today and get a quality car, truck, or SUV now. The five-day used car super sale. Experience how easy it is to deal at Jeff's. Nobody treats you better. Nobody gives you more. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. GoJeffAuto.com. Got the Mega Mac right here on Birds 365, and Bob Groats is getting himself settled into his broadcast position. Are you ready to rock and roll, Mr. Groats? I'm ready to go. Yeah, look at that energy. Yeah. That's Nick Sirianni like and maybe even Jonathan targets. Gannon. It is a happy Tuesday. Yeah. Give me 19 targets like uh, the Rams gave Cooper Cup last night. Yeah, you know? how about that? That worked out for them. 19 targets, yeah. God. Are people catching up to uh, Sean McVay? Uh, yeah, well, he's only got uh, – there's only Jesus. two guys that he will throw the ball to. And um, I think the other guy, Higby, had like 14. That's pretty bad. I mean, you, you kind of know who to double, right? Two guys, and the rest yeah. of them you don't have to do anything about. So, Oh, and by the way, I, I'm really liking uh, what D'Amico Ryans is doing. And uh, – what a, I, I think he, what a defense for yeah, D'Amico he's, Ryan. He's really creative. Ryan. He 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 mixes things up and has a good plan. And I liked uh, Mike Caldwell's game, too, the other day with the with the Jaguars. I like the start of it. Uh, you know, they they got worn down uh, by that Eagles offensive line. But, you know, they're not the first. Yeah, but, but you know, then five turnovers. I, I got to – you know, Doug Peterson, I was in the room with him after the game, uh, Jody and Mike. and I mean, uh, John. <laughs> whoa, whoa, so, Bob. Yeah. Jody so I, and I'm Mike. In the, Mike. I mean, that little, you know, the visitor, um, the visitor, yeah. visiting coach room. Yeah. And, uh, and oh, by the way, I wasn't well received by the, by all three of the Jaguars beat guys there, you know, like <laughs> was not well received. Yeah. Not a, Doug, none of us are. One of my favorite stories is is Shields, uh, Shield Capadia, when he first went to Seattle. Is that right? He started screaming at uh, Pete Carroll because he was used to our press conferences (laughs) and he got to scream over people. So, and and, you know, Pete's known known for doing some, you know, things where he's a little bit laid back. I'll say that. And Shield went to his first press conference in Seattle. And, you know, belted out a question. And Pete Carroll said, what are you screaming at? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Peterson just smiled. But one of the reporters asked him, they said, "Uh, how come James Robinson didn't carry the ball more? He said, well, did you see we had we had five turnovers? We didn't have the ball, you know, and they didn't. What did they run? Fifty plays, fifty five plays or something like that. Forty seven. Forty seven. Offensive plays. So you, you can't you know, that that makes perfect sense to me. And I think that's the same thing with uh 
you know, Caldwell, how what, the Eagles ran how many? 90? I think 82, 82, yeah. I think. A so, lot of yeah. plays. I, no defensive quarter, coordinator can really weather that storm. But, but uh, you know, hey, undefeated. What what a team! What a team! Whenever whenever you get a touchdown for a score, which the uh, Jacksonville defense did, usually it skews, wins. It skews those numbers about yeah. the total number of plays, but not that drastic. Oh my yeah. god! Eighty two. I just looked it up. Eighty two. It was eighty two to forty seven. Officially, yeah. macro. So, and usually yeah. you get a defensive touchdown, and I think it's like eighty percent of the time you win the game. Yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, well, w- as you mentioned, Bob, Jacksonville, the two things that stood out to me, Jacksonville came in number one in turnover ratio. The quarterback turned it over five yeah. times. And the run, they came in giving up 55 yards on the ground. They gave up 210. That, to me, tells you the story of the whole game right there. Yeah. 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 Bob, uh, I saw your tweets again during the game. Do you have a personal beef with James Bradbury? Uh, we've talked about him before here on the show no i saw i saw a tweet this week and uh, john if you're gonna look this up you know how to look it up please do yeah asser rating against james bradbury's like less than 20 usually it's 98 100 105 the bad debate that's just got one of the best passer rating against in the entire national football league and you continue to just crush the guy (laughs) that's a jeff kerr stat It, it doesn't you know, when I went back, I don't have a vendetta against James Bradbury, but when I went back and watched the review, and I just got through the first half, I didn't do the entire second half, Bradbury got beat a couple of times. So, I mean, he made a great play there in the second half. There, there's no doubt about it. And for the second, I'll say this too, for the second straight week or, yeah, for for two weeks out of the last three, that's what it is, the receiver ran the route in back of him. He he sloughed off his man and then jumped the route. I mean, it was pretty clear to see what was happening. And, he baited. Uh, he baited Trevor Lawrence. He's yeah, a smart, maybe, uh, that, he's that a smart player. Too. That could have been too. Little Shepard used to be really good at that. Yeah. And, uh, but, uh, and he jumped the route. So, I mean, he made a he made a big play there. And, you know, the secondary, I mean, against a, a receiving core that, that really wasn't that good, they, they held their own. Yeah, Bradbury's given up uh, – 12 completions on 25 targets. So that's pretty good. 48%. Um, You know, interestingly, the Jacksonville game was probably his worst game and he gets the interception in coverage. The Detroit game was his best game. He gave up one reception and six targets, but Uh, he couldn't tackle anybody. There were five drops. Yeah, he couldn't tackle. He couldn't tackle. And there were five drops in that game. Yeah, so you're right. I mean, the numbers, the the numbers. I posted that video just so people could see. The numbers (laughs) tend to even out over. We're still in a small area, but he's been good. And he's he's an upgrade. He he still is an upgrade over what they had. So, but you know, guy, when I I watched the the Monday night game, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, yeah, the Eagles are undefeated. Yeah, but but I don't think I don't think they beat San Francisco. I yeah. really don't. Yeah, I don't think they beat the Rams either with their try. I don't know about the Rams. The Rams don't look good. Well, those offensive linemen are going to get healthy, but they need to find another receiver. You know. Yeah, I mean Cooper Cup had 14 catches. You're right. I, I don't know what Higby is. That had. incredible though. 19 yeah. targets. I mean, yeah, as good as he is. And they have Allen Robinson. What do you? I mean, move the football around a little bit. He didn't have. Uh, I mean, the 
that offensive line has to get healthier. They they can't just – I mean, those aren't season-ending injuries. Well, they Jody need- knows I'm concerned about the 49ers. Uh, that, that defense, that front seven – uh, can really get after you. Oh, the line, yeah, yeah. The <laughs> linebackers are outstanding. Yeah, but Fred Warner. Is, just, just, just double check them one more time. This is the two and two forty ers we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah right. It's hard to believe. Yeah. Okay. But you know what? Look at look at the NFC East. Everybody does. Everybody. Nobody has a losing. Or the the Washington has a losing yeah. record. Right? Three teams would be in the playoffs right now. Right, right. Uh, okay. Eagles, number one seed, Dallas, uh, New York Giants. I guarantee you, Jody. There's not many guarantees I'm going to give, but I'm going to guarantee you the New York Giants aren't in the playoffs. I'm yeah. going to guarantee yeah. you. I'm going to guarantee you that. Well, and that's team... why I don't get too wrapped up in these early. Now, the Eagles have been the best team. Yeah, every team in the division has the easiest schedule in the NFL. They're all – Bunched in there together. Not if like, they keep playing well, then they got to play each 27, 28, 29. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like it, it, the schedules. I mean, it, I don't know. And, and it's not going to balance out with the schedule. So they're still going to, I mean, the teams that they play, the, the Eagles still, right. you know, they're As still. As John just said, they got to play each other. If they're yeah. all good, they've all got the winning record. Yeah. At some point, the Giants loss is to the Cowboys. Yeah. And the I, Eagles and the Cowboys are going to play in two weeks. So somebody's got to start losing games when they're playing each other. Yeah. 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 Uh, the Giants, I don't know how far they're going to get with Saquon, you know, playing quarterback, the the Wildcat thing. Yeah. I mean, did you, you see that, do some the other stuff day? that after the fact? I, uh, I certainly I watch Eagles, but I'm trying to stay on top of everything because uh-huh. I do a national radio show. They had Daniel Jones back in the game after he left because of an injury, <laughs> lined up wide as a wide receiver. He's There's, in the uh, game with a bum leg, yeah, and they're just snapping it to Saquon and letting him run. What the hell are they doing? Did well, they, they really cl- think they were faking out the opposition by splitting Daniel Jones out wide. I've been told the NFL Players Association is going to send them a scathing letter saying that they're interested in player safety. You know, they should. <laughs> no, nobody cares unless it's a head injury, Bob. They don't care. They yeah, don't you, care. You might be right. Unless it's any other type of injury, they don't care unless it becomes a hot take. Yeah, that's, well, exactly. That's kind of the policy, and unless the public gets on. that poor kid is stuck over in London. Uh, the first round pick from Georgia. I mentioned this yesterday on the show. Lewis seen he he fractured his leg. Who? Uh, he's got to stay over in London. Yeah. Uh, I think he's having surgery today, and they're hoping there's no infection. They're hoping he can get back, but nobody cares about player safety in that yeah. instance. And yeah. and that guy's not cleared to leave the hospital. As Jody pointed out, they cleared Tua. First of all, he didn't have a diagnosed concussion, number one, coming into Thursday night. <clears throat> number two, they allowed him to leave the hospital after clearing him. Yet the NFL kowtows to Twitter and Twitter yeah. outrage. Yeah, it's, it's bizarre so to me. Hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah. It, it just that's that's too much. You know, my I have my sister is a doctor, and she said, oh. They, and her husband's a doctor, and they oh they they gotta they ought to fire the coach too. And I said, come on, come on, man. The you know, coach I, I didn't tried clear them. They weren't listening to me. Yeah, they said the independent neurologist needs to go, and and anybody else who was part of it, you know. Ah, yeah. Now I, you know, I think Mike McDaniel's a goofball, but I'm not going to fire him for he, he can't clear a player. He's I know. either cleared or or not cleared. That's like Nick Sirianni. What does he always say? Is he cleared? You know, that's not my job. I'm not the expert. And he's right. 
Yeah. But everybody on Twitter's an expert. I, I, I know that, so maybe he should be an expert. Oh, by the way, we're going to have to find out who the emergency kicker is because one way or the other, Jake Elliott. Yeah. I mean, I, I think. Well, this no, is they're going to have problem. to sign a kicker if he can't. I yeah, mean, not... this is going to be a problem. I, I yeah. kind of, I mean, looking, I, I was telling John about this, Jody. I mean, the guy who who uh, blocked the, or tried to block the kick, he was late. And he just, he slid through there at 100 miles an hour. It wasn't a cheap shot. He couldn't stop himself on that. On By the, the way, I meant to look at that And they rightfully play. threw the flag for uh, Robert right. Kicker. They got Absolutely. it right. Absolutely. No, there's there no question about that. But it wasn't a cheap shot. But he came through there so fast that Jake was just hitting the ground. He lifted off a little bit to kick the, the field goal, 43-yarder. He, he just touched down, and the guy took his right leg out and then his plant leg. It was just, I mean – you know, Bob, I, I know you looked at that closely. I meant to look at it, and I didn't get to it last night again. Did he come from the, the left side? Yeah, uh, he came the kicker's left side, right. So it, it, did he come around the edge? Yeah, um, he came around the edge. Because that's where Patrick Peterson blocked the kick on Noah Tungian. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. He came on the kicker's. If the kicker's looking at the goalpost, yeah. it was the other side from Patrick okay. Peterson. Yeah. But he still, was, got the, he still got the kicking leg. Because yeah. of the way his body slid through there, and uh, and Jake, he was okay on. Uh, I think he kicked a twenty. Yeah, he kicked a field goal. He yeah, came after back. they turned down the yards, yeah. they couldn't get in the end zone. They had yeah. to kick a shorter field goal, and he made it. Yeah. Then he took, then he kicked a kickoff into the end zone. But his uh, the next time he had a kickoff, it, it barely dribbled to the five yard line. So I mean, it, you could tell that there was a problem, and even but on that twenty. 20- that's the, the concern with the special team. Yeah, it is. Like I, somebody sees, all right, Peterson blocked the kick, and they say, maybe we can get this kick, and all of a sudden you get this reputation. Then they're coming after these kicks hard, and your kicker gets. Yeah. That's one of those little things that their special teams, I've been talking about it for weeks, not just the kicking game, but everything on special teams. They're, that was they're the, not good on special teams. That was the side that Jordan Davis, they put him on. Yeah. So so he did his job. The guy didn't. Um, the guy was late. He wasn't going to block the kick. But um, you know the the wreckage or the you know the cumulative collateral damage, whatever. I mean that that's tough. Um, Jake has yeah. been he's been so reliable. He did miss a miss a PAT earlier in the game. What was it? He had made. Yeah, but that was that was a terrible weather game. I mean, yeah, uh, I'm not giving him an excuse, but he, and oh, made, by the way, we were looking laces, that up. He made like 60 something straight yeah. extra points. The uh, laces were, were pointed to the left. The not, laces, yeah. You gotta have the left. They gotta be in front. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. I, Sometimes you, know, you can't get them in front. You still got to make yeah. it. You still got to really, make an extra point. We've established that uh, Bob Groats' family doesn't listen to him. Um, but I listen <laughs> oh, yeah. to him. Maybe that's my mistake. Uh, and he's right about the laces must be front. Yeah. Yes. Because the last time I heard that was in the Ace Ventura movie, which, of course, was the Dolphins against the Eagles in the Super Bowl, yeah. which is exactly what we're getting this year. That's um, where I got it from. Yeah, Ace. Yeah. yeah. La- yeah, Ray Finkel was do it Ray not Finkel? do was not Ray go Finkel? in there. Ray Finkel was a hell of a a, a kicker. So sure he was. transitioned away from it. Yeah, but, yes, uh, he was. Um, Bob Groats, how about Hassan Reddick? I am yeah. trying to remember if you were a big, great signing by the Eagles or what they do in signing a non-true defensive end. He has really come up huge these last couple of weeks. I know it's a small sample size. Again, we're getting tired of saying that, but it is what it is. Small sample size. How good does he play? 
He's he, he's doing exactly what they're paying him to. Um, he he's not just a a quarter a guy who rushes the quarterback, but he those strip sacks that's his mo. And um, wow, I mean you, you can't argue with the results now. Trevor Lawrence again, and I was telling John this throughout the day. This is one of the softest quarterbacks I've seen. You know, he he was so soft it made me want once bet. I, I said once was better than him. You know, but uh, he he did his job, and the last one was just embarrassing. Yeah, just, that was he came that, right yeah, to the front porch, yeah. right to the front porch. Yeah, and tomahawked it out while Lawrence was looking the other way. Now just no awareness, you know, but, uh, he, that, I mean, they're going to need him. And, uh, I think what happened with him, why he's so effective now, he didn't really, I mean, he didn't do much in the preseason and he was, they were trying to figure out a role for him (laughs) and now they got that. And, uh, and I like that, uh, I like that five man front that they have too. That, what is it? The five, two over five, uh, five, one penny typically. Yeah. Uh, Five, five, one one penny. penny. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, that that is a killer defense. Um, it is a killer defense. Right, honest when, NFL. Yeah, uh, yeah, he does a good job. He's watching this NFL. show right now. Yeah, it probably is. But yeah. uh, no, the Jordan Davis, and you kind of saw it. And I know people are upset because they see the numbers. We mentioned uh, they only had forty-seven defensive snaps, so I think he played seventeen. But when he stops that run on first down. And you're in second and long, third and long. I've been talking this, Jody knows, I've been talking about this for a while. I hope people recognize that allows the Eagles to get more aggressive. And that allows them to go after the quarterback in second and third and longs. And they get the sacks they want. They want the sacks. The Eagles, I don't know if they lead the league in sacks. I haven't looked at it yet this week, but they're up there. Yeah. They're up there in sacks and turnovers. And that's and what everybody I, wants, right? A lot of I that might, has to do with I Jordan. might add it, it hides some of the deficiencies in the secondary, you know, at uh yeah, you know, it hides Bradbury for you. <laughs> Stop with the deficiencies. Bradbury's the, playing well, bro. Get off that hill. Man. You're gonna die on that yeah. hill, buddy. Jody has Jeff Kerr on speed dial. <laughs> um that Josiah Scott, I'll go here. Now, yeah. that, now that's a, that that might be a legit question. You might now, you might want to go there. I th- yeah, possibly. Now, I, I in a weird way, I think that weather helped the Eagles defense. It helped them well, a couple I think things. So too, yeah. It helped uh Josiah Scott did not play well, but Jacksonville could not throw the ball because of the weather. I think they completed eleven passes. Trevor's just you know, playing point guard, just dishing the football off, uh, fumbling all over the place. Um, and then Jack Driscoll too, playing left tackle. Yeah. I think if that was, I think if that was pristine conditions, the Eagles would have had some issues with Josiah Scott and Jack Driscoll. Am I overreacting to that? Yeah. Yeah. I I I am. Yeah. No, no, no. I think you're right. Uh, They, they would have had more issues, but, uh, but you know, all things considered, they did a great job. If you look at the number, their numbers in this game compared to other teams that played in the in the, um, the rain and the slop. Well, Jacksonville, really Jacksonville. Yeah. I mean, they're playing in the same stuff. Right. What's the difference? Well, no, they and there were other games too. The there were other games too. I mean, if you look at the other games, I mean, the Eagles only had one turnover. You know, 
And and that was who who was that? That was on the receiver, right? Um, uh, did, did, that, did both of you guys know that Miles Sanders was a mutter? That he was yeah. going to come up with his best career game? Yeah, and Miles was. was, Miles, was uh, Miles was talking about it after the game. He's you know obviously he's a Pittsburgh guy, and he was making fun of the all the players from the southern United States. He said they don't like to tackle in this weather. Um, yeah, I never thought of Miles as uh, Earl Campbell. But he looked like Earl Campbell. Yeah, he's got. I was, I was asking about his uh, the cleats for this game. He's got these nasty cleats. They're like twelve inches long or something like that. <laughs> it's a good grip, you know. I mean, he, he knows. You're right. He he knows how to do this. Mutter, you know, playing in cold weather and stuff. Snow. He he knows it. You know who else did? Uh, they had the Eagles have had a bunch of running backs who are really good at that. Lashawn McCoy. That snow game, he's he, oh, yeah. The Lions. He changed uh, his game. shoes out. I think uh, after a couple, after a series or two, and bang. So, but um, you know, I, I I gotta say this too. Um, the Eagles, their their plans going into these games, um, the first four games, they're good. They're good. yeah. They I, I really I like them. I mean, yeah. receivers. Um, the receivers are are wide. They're not wide open, but they're open enough for. Uh, for the quarterback to, to locate the quarterback's making quick decisions and, um, and he's not running as much. I, I like this. I like where this is trending right now. Well, he ran a lot, but well, not, not as successfully, but he came up with some big conversions. Uh, yeah. But, but he I had mean, to because even when he ran, yeah, he went down. I mean, except for that play at the goal line. I mean, you can't be taking that. That helmet, yeah, 16, that helmet. Uh, he had 16 rushes. So that's a lot, but yeah, he but had to because of the weather. I don't. Yeah, I, I'm not so sure that those were real. Uh, some of those. Were no, like most, of them, yeah, yeah, right, most of them. Right. Yeah, most of them. But that that hit at the goal line. I mean, and and there's another thing. Um, that that was nasty. You know that. Um, I, I wonder if, if um, either got in or, though. You got yeah, in. Either he or or the linebacker that hit him. One of the. I mean, I, I thought he initiated the head to head. He put his head down first. But yeah, that uh, was fourth down, so he had to get in. Yeah. Um, you know. I See, now, if you're interested about player safety, then I think that's what they were the direction, one of the directions they were going, right? Get rid of that helmet to helmet thing, you know? But they try, but yeah. uh, it's football. And you're right. Time, exactly. Time guys are going to hit themselves. In, that's, in that. that's exactly it. Okay. All, All right. right. Let me uh, revisit something we just brought up in passing Josiah Scott. Not great. I'll have to call my buddy Jeff Kerr and find out what the passer rating is was against him on Sunday. I can give was... you his rating. I got it right here. Um, no, no, that's okay. the wrong one. Um, it was not good. Well, all yeah. three of us can agree that they, although the Eagles won. And, uh, hey, Jody, given... Jeff, Jeff Kerr does a great job, too. He I does. Mean, he, he comes he, up he, with stats I mean, that I've never seen before, and uh, sometimes I don't know if they actually fit yeah. the point he's trying to make, but uh, they do in the case of Bradbury here. I don't know what the passer rating was against Josiah Scott, but we all agreed he didn't play well this week. Any Zach chance... wasn't. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Any chance they go in another direction if Maddox can't play this week? Well, Put someone else out there in the slot? You mean the guy with three names? Move him to, to the yeah, slot? Yeah, I think you got to give him. You got to knock him down to two names because he's not playing that well yeah. either. But uh, Chauncey. Chauncey. I thought maybe they would go would that direction. I, I thought um, that was a possibility too. I thought that maybe, you know. But um, who, but isn't, the, isn't Josiah Scott the number one backup at safety right now? 
Uh, no, that's uh, Kayvon. Kayvon Wallace. So you, uh, uh, if you move Gardner to the slot, you put Kayvon in the safety. Yeah, and what that the... I, I thought they might entertain that because Kayvon has a history with uh, Trevor Lawrence back at Clemson. Used to yeah. practice against him, but uh, they want the conservative route. I will tell you this: the pro football focus grades. To give you an example, Hassan Reddick was ninety three point five, so he was the top. Uh, defender Josiah Scott was the bottom defender getting a 29 which is oof that is an oof grade not good um any chance I guess I'm hung up on the secondary here slay back which we don't know yet but uh it looked like he's back out on the field uh Sirianni said what he said yesterday wasn't going to reveal anything oh you got to keep that competitive advantage um but we're assuming Slay's going to play McPherson played well. He played better than Josiah Scott. No, that's for sure. No, yeah, he, no, he better than Scott. Know. I'll give I you that. Give me Josiah yeah. Scott's uh, PFF rating. What that was McPherson wasn't in the twenties. Like Josiah uh, Scott. No, he, he was. That. He got. He was not. He was the fourth worst defender. The the four mm. bottom defenders were Zach McPherson, Chauncey Gardner Johnson, Marlon Tui Pelotu, and Josiah Scott. Those are the guys who didn't play in, well. In that reverse order you're talking I didn't yes. think Marlon was so bad either. I thought he, he had some. Well, he didn't play that much. So yeah. It, he, yeah, he let me, John, since you got those numbers open, where the hell was Miles Sanders? Uh, he well, wasn't looking, one of the top 10 rated from the top down Eagles. How can that be on a career high day? Yeah, you know, it's all about consistency from play to play. So if you, you know, that's the thing about pro football focus right, rankings. If you, say miss a block you know you're you're going to be graded down uh and and they don't wait like big plays so that's one of my problems yeah with well, uh pro football focus you forgot ratings. to mention too if um uh, if the grader is out having a sandwich or something and he misses a series you know yeah, well, that's it. Pro like, like Miles, yeah, no Miles, one's, no one's Miles, monitoring that. Miles yeah. was number eight on offense. Uh, he got a sixty-four point four, which is not bad. Uh, but he no, got wait a minute, number eight on offense. Yeah, you know what? Stop but, there. What do you mean that's not bad? We not, needed it's not only eleven bad. guys on offense. Well, they had some substitutes. No, I mean, but... I'm, I mean the grade. A lot of good grades on offense. The grade. I'm glad I didn't subscribe to them. I, I tell you, man, that that's the grade. That's much, uh, I'm yeah. talking about the grade. They had a lot of good. He got. Uh, I'll take uh, edge stats. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, it's about you know play to play so they don't like i think i've always used this baseball analogy somebody told me jody will get this roberto alomar at his prime robbie alomar was like a great well-rounded player hit home runs bat great fielder gold glove fielder could steal bases you know the old vibe tool player and somebody told me he's the best player in baseball the best overall and i said yeah he probably is at the height of his career but he wasn't the most dominating he wasn't the most impactful because that's the home run hitters think ryan howard in his prime with the phillies those guys are impactful pro football focus rewards consistency more than impact and that part i don't agree with yeah there are bigger plays in the game not all plays were created equal except exactly exactly you said you said it in 10 seconds better than i said it in two minutes (laughs) yeah 
All right, Groats. Uh, we I know a couple of weeks you said you thought the Eagles could get out to an eight no start. Well, you're halfway home at four and zero. Easy time in the desert. The fact oh, that yeah. they, they it, haven't it, faced a, a quarterback who can pull the ball down and take off like uh, Kyler Murray that doesn't give you any reservation now, going into this week. That's their weapon. He's their weapon. I mean the um, the receiver is still suspended their best player right that yeah, guy hopkins got a couple seven more games go, right? yeah. i mean yeah I, I, their other weapon i think is jj watt right and he played yeah poor that was a scary they, story they man. are they're short of guys i mean zach Ertz is um you know he, he can pretty good zach Ertz could be an issue this weekend the running back the guy who was at pittsburgh uh, i'm not a big fan he, yeah i'm he, not a big game he, he can he'll, he'll get the ball in the end zone if you're if it's fourth and goal at the one, he can do that. But uh, yeah, M- Kyler Murray is their only weapon. So uh, and this could be another turnover fest. I mean, if he if they get behind, the Eagles are really good at getting that lead and then and making the other team play their game. And I'm impressed. I, I fully expect that to happen again. Yeah, but this you know, Jack, that was the best part. Bob of the Jacksonville win is they got behind fourteen nothing. So- yeah. They proved they could win a different kind of game, which I think is important. I, yeah, you know. it, it was, and uh, but but um, yeah, it was fourteen to nothing. But we knew we kind didn't we kind of know that um, you know the Eagles, especially because of the pick six, that that was a little too good to be true. You're you're right, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. But I mean, they did have that. They were at the Eagles thirty-four on that fourth and three. So if Trevor Lawrence didn't just dribble the football. Yeah, I, you know that, who knows. Who knows? That was one of the softest plays I've ever seen. You know, it just, you know, yeah. he saw the guy coming. He Who, who was it? TJ? Was it TJ? I think it was Fletcher. I think it was, it was Fletcher. Fletcher. Yeah. It was yeah. Fletcher who would never, even, <clears throat> who couldn't catch up to him if he tried. It was like, no. and he dropped the football, you know, and yeah. it just froze. Well, all I'm saying is beware the Cardinals. They were way behind their first week of the season. They went against the Rams. They were down at half against the Panthers this past week. They're not afraid to, to come uh, make a comeback. Uh, the quarterback is a highlight film waiting to happen, both good and bad. They You're usually right. play well. They play well against the Eagles there, too, traditionally. They, All right, they, before, they, before I let you go, Bob, at Bob Groats, Delaware County Times, read him there. We got to talk to Zach Ertz. What did you, you know, he 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 pretty much admitted that last 18 months here were no yeah. picnic for him. It was hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he didn't want to talk about it that much, but obviously he and Howie weren't getting along. Was that just because they drafted Dallas Goddard? You think? No, I think he got he he was insulted by the the contract thing, and then um, I'm sure that escalated because um, Zach, he, you know, he he doesn't. He was one of the most he was one of the well liked Eagles, you know, from that. Yeah, oh yeah, kind of unsung. I mean, not like Kelsey, but. I think people liked him a lot, and um, and he he did a lot of work in the community too. Still does, yeah. Still and the, does and the stuff that he's done for that for that team. You know the the sacrifices and uh, you know the uh, the way he's represented the Eagles. I think he felt he was really slighted, and and they just you know they just minimized, marginalized him and his contributions. So I think yeah, he, he just played really- that playoff game with a lacerated kidney. And uh, yeah, I you think know, it I all had forgotten about that. that. Yeah, yeah. They, he had to sign a release, you know, yeah. 
saying the Eagles weren't, wouldn't be liable, you know, if he died or something, you know, how about yeah. that? But yeah. to give, uh, I guess I'm defending Harry Roseman and the organization here. They weren't going to cut him. They were going to keep him. They kept him for a period of time. They did trade him, got something in exchange, and they traded him with a team that made the playoffs. And they traded him with a team, which, oh, by the way, he ended up staying with. Yeah, so they, 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 they could have done that soon. If feels the Eagles did him dirty, I'd have to disagree with that. Well, they, I think that it worked out fine for him. They should well, I think sooner. he likes Arizona, no doubt about it. He, yeah. He lived and in, he's got know. a kid. He said yeah. the, the kid is a little tank right now. So, yeah. you know, we'll yeah. see him years from now playing at how, what, Stanford. How, and Stanford. Whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. how do you know that Zach Gertz's kid is a little tank? He, he said, said it. He said it. A, That's what he said tank. yesterday? That he's a little tank. How old tank. is his kid? The kid was, he was born in uh, like two months. 42 inches long yeah. or something like that, Ooh. wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, it was just in colossal. Yeah, he's a newborn he father. He weighed think, like 35 pounds or something. Yeah, it's, just huge. 35 pounds. I'm exaggerating a little bit. Uh, yeah, a little bit, hyperbole from uh, Gross. Yeah, yeah. But I guess you'd be expecting when you got two uh, yeah. uh, that level athletes, both mom and dad, as uh, those yeah. kind of players. In the you genes. You to be a uh, in the DNA. Yeah. yeah, Zach's the second best athlete in that house, which yeah. is pretty impressive. So. But I, I don't. first one to tell you that. But guys, I don't see the Eagles getting tested until week eleven. By the way, and, wow, and that's when they play Green Bay. See, that's the beauty. You're, you're up to ten and zero now. Yeah, well, I I mentioned that too. I said it could. I be know 10. you said eight. Yeah. I didn't know you went to ten. If you upgraded <laughs> that, to that is the, br- the beauty of Bob Gross. He's got the Eagles at ten and zero, but they can't beat the forty nine. And and plus, or the Rams. Beat, only you said I that earlier in the show. Said, I, yeah. I you thought you slid that one in, Gross. Can't beat the forty ers or the Rams. Yeah, how about that? I, I mean, that's what I, I think. If you put the the Chargers, even with uh, Justin Herbert hurt. If you put them in the NFC, they could win the pennant. <laughs> the pennant. Hey, yeah. Hey, I like the pennant reference. Hey, and Jody, how about the Phillies? You knew it was going to happen, right? I, that's why I told John earlier I didn't need, need to fill in the blanks on Monday Night Football oh. for me because I didn't watch. I had to watch the Phillies make the playoffs. Sorry. Oh, a little, little more important. I had to what is that? Two, uh, are they two and out or three and out? What is I, it? I think it's two and out, yeah. So but I, I, you know, I don't. Hey, hey, they got they got Wheeler and Ola pitching, and both That's of them true. threw shutouts That's into true. the last time they, they were they, out they're, there. They're they're and, on the and road. And if they get the Mets, the Grom and Scherzer both got smacked around by the Braves this weekend. If they get swept, does Thompson go? No, Thompson's the stays? manager for next year. Yeah, they can't officially. They couldn't do. Oh, extend them now. You can't extend them. There are rules that don't yeah. allow you to do. It's like the Eagles okay. can't extend Jalen Hurts right now either. Phillies can't do it with Rob Thompson. You think he's they back will. no matter what? Okay. Yeah. He should yeah. be. He should be. First he time they make it. the playoffs in 11 years yeah. and he takes over a team that's buried below 500, you bet your ass he should be their manager again next year. All, All right, right Gross, we got to run. Right. Always a pleasure, buddy. Right, see you guys. Feel free to give McMullen as hard a time as you need. Yeah. Well, it's dark in here. Did anybody else notice that? Yeah. Yeah. Happy Tuesday. You going right. down there yeah. to, to talk to uh, yeah, Michael? Yeah, I'll see Plan? you down there. All right. See you guys. The Darth Vader of Eagle Beat reporters. He's always in the dark. It's always dark at his house. Yeah, now, it's man. dark outside, period. Dark, it's a yeah, lousy weather we're dealing get... with right now. I was going to cut him some slack for being in the dark today, but even he had to acknowledge, damn, I'm dark. He is. He's Bob Gross of the Delco Times. All right. 10 and 0, can't beat the 49ers. I love it. I love the dichotomy. Can't beat the Rams, can't beat the 49ers. But somehow they're going to be 10 and 0.
All right, uh, we're coming back. Uh, BLG, Brandon Lee Gatton's going to join us. So little under 12 or 20 minutes from now. Mac and Mac coming back on Birds 365. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit and the hits. Go for the stakes and the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown's five-day used car super sale. Jeff puts an end to high prices now. Five days of the best car, truck, and SUV deals ever. Over 1,000 vehicles, every make and model. Stop overpaying. See Jeff today and get a quality car, truck, or SUV now. The five-day used car super sale. Experience how easy it is to deal at Jeff's. Nobody treats you better. Nobody gives you more. Jeff D'Ambrosio, Destination Downingtown. GoJeffAuto.com. Score and save this football season on your car insurance. Before the next game, save up to 40% on your auto insurance policy. That's right, 40% savings. Call an Audible this season and contact the Del Val Insurance Group. They're an advocate for you, not an insurance company. That means they'll get you the right coverage and save you up to 40%. Call managing partners Fran or Jim of Del Val Insurance, 215-354-0122. Or score and save at DVIGI.com. DVIGI.com. Hi everybody, my name is Jason Lombardi. I'm an inspector at DryTech. At DryTech we offer three major services. The first one being basement waterproofing. The second service we offer is foundation and structural repairs. And then the third service that we offer is mold remediation. If you feel you are having a waterproofing issue, give DryTech a call or check us out online. Over the last 17 years, we've built a reputation of growing award-winning teams across the country. Staffing is not easy, but that's what we do every day, all day. The key to our success is storytelling, asking the right questions to find the right people. Hi, I'm Gary Kane, president of Kane Partners. We want to be your staffing partner. Got your Mac and Mac guys, McMullen and McDonald here on Birds 365. Uh, as I mentioned, BLG, Brandon Lee Gout is going to join us coming up in uh, uh, now, ooh, only uh, 17 minutes from now. Um, need your, I, I can't believe we've done 300. Oh, by the way, today is show number 375. Nice round number for uh, Birds 365 here on the Jacob Media YouTube <laughs> channel, which you should. Like, share, and subscribe to right now. We got over 300 viewers right now. You're streaming in. We love you. We appreciate you. How about you sharing the love and, and that like button for Mac or Mac? Um, 
don't think I've ever discussed this with you, which just surprises the heck out of me. Maybe I'm forgetting you can uh, tell me we have, if I've forgotten, J-Mac. What's your thoughts on plus minus for football teams? Point differential. Uh, I think it, it, it gets, you know, I feel like I say this all the time. I think it gets more meaningful as you get deeper. You know, if you give me sure. 15, 16 games, I say well, it's pretty meaningful. It's pretty indie. Welcome to another round of Drawing Board or Miro Board. Today, we discuss technical diagramming with systems architect Maya. Let's go. First question. You've spent 10 hours slogging over a sequence diagram that should have taken five. Drawing Board or Miro Board? Drawing Board. And if I'm being honest, Miro would probably cut that time down by half. You know, with its AI tools and ready-to-go templates. Next, your diagrams become so bulky, it's more complex than the solar system. But all it takes is a few clicks and... It's Miro! I've used those technical shape packs way too many times, and stuff is just digestible on its infinite online canvas. Now, the final question. Everyone's brought in, but you have to make all these tasks all the way over in Jira. But wait, it's done! Is it... Miro! Easy with its two-way Jira sync. Easy to plot dependencies. Everyone always knows what's up. And she's done it! Join over 60 million people creating technical diagrams without workflow glitches. Get your first three boards for free at Miro.com. That's M-I-R-O.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Indicative. Um, early in the season, you know, you, you can play one good game. And, and, you know, the Eagles have this right now, as a matter of fact, yardage differentials, crazy. They're, they're like, plus six something and number two is plus 300 something um crazy uh still only four games though so you have that you know they but they've been pretty consistent that's that to me is the best part of, about the eagles that they've been pretty consistent it hasn't been you know one blowout one bad game uh you know they've been other than Detroit, where they got tested a little bit, and even Nick Sirianni said, we didn't really get tested there either. Um, you know, which... They, I, needed, they needed that four-minute offense to kill that game, Johnny Mac. I don't know how you look Yeah, but that's kind, of, that's, that's kind of, you know, I always say games have a feel. So the, when we were talking about the fourth quarter stuff, not scoring in the fourth quarter, I mentioned that, like, my feel is like against Minnesota or Washington, if they needed to score, they would have just turned it on and scored. Now you can't prove that, but you just, in other words, I, you didn't feel they were in danger at all. There was no sense of urgency. That's why we won against Detroit when they tied it and cut it to three points. You had yeah, to- there was a little bit. I didn't agree with Nick here. I'm telling you what Nick said. Okay. I I thought there yeah, was. Okay. I, I I I thought there was, and I thought they did a tremendous job. I think probably he's looking it back in hindsight and said, you know what, everybody in the building knew we were going to run the football. We ran the football and we ran out the clock. And and from a coach's perspective, I think that's you know that's pretty good. Um, but yeah, I thought they were challenged in Detroit. Uh, I don't think they've been challenged since. Um, 
other than the the early uh, 14-0 lead with Jacksonville, and that's a little bit of adversity, but they came back and dominated that game. Um, they've been really good. They've been, <laughs> they've been the best team in football over the first four weeks. I don't care who you – I know our buddy Paul Domowicz keeps putting Buffalo on top. I think Buffalo is more talented, but remember – they, you know, they have all the issues at safety now, uh, so they're taking some hits. Uh, I think the Eagles have been the best team, taking a snapshot today, and that's all it is—a snapshot. They have been the best team in the NFL for the first four weeks. I agree. Buffalo did lose, and you can go back and see. That's another one. You can make the numbers sing and dance any way you want, depending on how you play. Uh, a lot was made over the fact that uh, Buffalo had. 28 29 more offensive plays than Miami did in the Dolphins win when the Dolphins beat them and the Dolphin defense was out there for 80 some odd snaps almost 90 snaps except they got the big stop when they needed it in the fourth quarter and that's how you win and lose games and the Dolphins did just that I don't think they got enough credit for it they're the three top teams Buffalo Miami Philadelphia you want to put them in an order you want to go See, and the Dolphins are so hard to rank and rate now because you don't know about Tua. Oh, by the way, worst kept secret, Tua's not playing this week. That was announced yesterday. Yeah, now they're going to have to keep him out. And they probably, I, you know, look, that 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 whole story bothers me. Like, you know, I, it bothers me. And he's probably going to be out for a number of weeks because of the court of public opinion. Not because of his health. But because of the court of public opinion. Mm, we'll see about that. Uh, I'm guessing he's going to miss one weekend and be back. But I'm just the court of public opinion of one. That would be me. So we'll see how it shakes out. But I wonder if Nick Ceriani would have been ticked off if someone went to him and said, oh, by the way, we've got to rule the quarterback out today on Monday. Oh, my God. Because he, yeah. he lives for that competitive advantage. Yeah. I'm not going to give you information on my injured players. No, we're going to hold that as tight to, the, tight to the best as we possibly can to the very last second so we can get that perceived uh, competitive advantage. Yeah, the Dolphins, I, I would not be surprised if they were directed. You will announce on Monday. Oh, my God, yeah. They were told. Yeah, absolutely. That's why it bothers me so much. They're changing the rules on the fly because of one situation, because of a social media uproar. That's it. And it bothers me. It, it bothers me. Well, uh, if if they're doing it to improve the health of the players, I'm good with it. I think they're yeah. ulterior motives. But if if the ends justify the means, then I'm okay with it. And uh, but I do think that if Tua is again cleared by many an individual, they're, they're going to have more doctors looking to Tua Tonga by low over the next week than he, he's ever had looking at him before. Uh, but I, I think it may be just a one more week thing, but we got to wait and see. All right, back to the Eagles injuries. Darius Slay, you ready to give me a percentage on the chance he's going to play this week? Yeah, this is just my pure speculation, but seeing Darius after the game, seeing him during the game, I'm, I'm going to say 95% he's going to play. All right, how about Isaac Sayamalu? I'm way, I'm under 50 and, and and Isaac's one I I don't you know I don't know anything about other than he was injured late in the game and it looks serious on the field uh, or somewhat serious. Now I hope Nick is telling the truth because if he's not, uh, I'm going to be angry. But uh, the fact that he said everybody has a chance to play on Sunday 
Well, that part's false. Well, but... was, yeah, he can't be wrong. He, he Secondly, said, he left it open-ended. Yeah. If, if two play and two don't, he's right. If all four play and none of them, he's right. If none of them play, then No, right. but here's what I'm they, saying, they, Jody. They all may play. He didn't commit to anything. If there if there's a season ending injury, I I don't think he would have phrased it that way. Okay. Um, now if there is, yeah, that's gonna uh, better piss better me question off. than season end, season ending, an IR injury because that's four weeks. Yeah, even that. I mean, to me, that phrasing indicates week to week, not month to month. I agree um, with you. Yeah. So if it's anything more than that, so. You know, Avante Maddox, Ian Ian Rappaport had a couple. He, he said Slay's pretty much fine, I think. And Maddox might miss another game, but that's it for him. Um, and he didn't play against Jacksonville, but so he was already out. But Jordan Mailata, that's the one to keep an eye on. Isaac Samalo and Jake Elliott. Um and I think the Eagles might have to sign a kicker. Do so you week. think you think Maddox is going to be out again? I think there's a chance he's out again. Um, probably 50-50. Probably legit question. So they could be understaffed. Um, they signed a an offensive lineman yesterday to practice squad, but that's just the practice squad. We know who's going to play this week. Uh, but if uh, you if it, either one of those guys go to the IR, either Samalo or. Um, my Lada, who do you think they move up? How do you think they reconfigure the line? We know Driscoll's in for My Lada because he did as good a job as he did. We know Opet is in for um, uh, Isaac Same because model. he did a good job himself. Um, but somebody's got to be filling in the roles that they're coming off off the bench. Uh, who do you think the Eagles are elevating? Um, you know, the problem is they got, you know, the guys they would elevate, they lost. Uh, Coyote, Iwasika to Detroit. Uh, right. Um, Raven Clark to Tennessee. They just signed Tyree Stevenson, as you mentioned. Uh, and last week they signed, uh, I forget the kid's name, uh, an offensive tackle to replace Raven Clark. But yeah, I don't know if either of those guys would be ready. Um, so they have some issues. If both those guys can't play, Andre Diller's not ready. He's getting closer. Um, he doesn't. Yeah, I thought Dylan was going to be back. Didn't you hint at that last week that the four weeks are up? He should be good to go. No, I didn't hint that. Okay. I, as I a matter of fact, I thought I remembered you saying that. If you didn't, I trust you. When the, when the Eagles said four to six, the Eagles said four to six. Not, well, I shouldn't say they said, they leaked it. Um, uh, that seemed really uh, optimistic to me. Um, and I would think six. Now, I did see him last week on the practice field. He doesn't have anything on his forearm anymore. Um, so he is getting closer. Um, and generally that surgery is just to stabilize the arm. So it's not terribly serious, but I would lean more towards six than four. Um, and so we'll still have a couple more weeks with him. We'll see. Maybe, you know, that's how things happen. Nobody cares. People only care about head injuries. So, you know, they need them. You might push them a little bit quicker than typically uh, you would in other circumstances. Uh, but these new guys, yeah, I mean, they're not, they're not, even with Jeff Stoutland, you're not, you know, Cam Jurgens obviously would be the one to handle um, all the interior positions, you know, 
we've talked about him. Would you move him to guard? Well, they might have to move him to guard. Right, but except they could have done that this week and they put Opet in instead. Yeah, and that, I mean, after Sua, they clearly, you know, they don't want to move him to guard if they don't have to. But at some point, you might have to, is what I'm saying. All right, and here's my question for you. And again, I'm going way the heck out there on a limb because – any questioning of Jeff Stoutland is like sacrilegious here in this town. Um, Should be, John, by the way. Well, then let me put forth my question, defending it before I even get it out, McMullen. Josh Sills. I don't think John McMullen had him on his 53-man roster. Navy Sills. Were... Yeah, Josh Navy Sills. Great nickname by Jordan. Okay, Malata, good, good nickname, but uh, a surprise to make this roster. And, oh, by the way, a couple of guys that he made it over have since been pinched from the Eagle organization by other teams. Is he ready to play? Are they going to put him in? It I, doesn't, well, doesn't yeah, say yeah. much if they're going to move Jerkins from guard, uh, from center out to guard. Uh, why is Josh no, Sills I on think, this roster? I, I think Sills would be the next tackle up. So if, if Jordan, remember, we're saying if Jordan can't play, um, and Driscoll's playing left tackle, and then Driscoll or Lane get injured, which yeah, hopefully, then it would be Sills outside. And I think, you know, if Isaac can't play and it's Sua uh, and Landon um, in the middle, then, you know, Cam Jurgens is the next interior. So, the, the top interior backup would be Cam Jurgens. The top outside backup would be Josh Sills. And that's where you are. And, and by the way, when you're that deep on the depth chart, that's a lot better than most teams. That's a lot better than most teams. But you also don't want to see it. You, you got to be honest with yourself. You, you don't want to see that kind of stuff. But that's where you are. That's where you are. I have to hope that uh, Eagles get some good news to their credit. Both Driscoll and Opeta, they stepped in Driscoll for much more action because uh, Mylotta got hurt much earlier. Than, First time ever he's played left tackle, by the way. So, you know. Looked look, look like he knew what he was doing to me. Yeah, it didn't look like a terrible drop-off at all. So give him credit for that. Um, yeah, they're going to need their guys uh, for, at the very least, depth purposes because I do think there are some question marks if both of those guys are out of the lineup this week. All right, Jody Mac, Johnny Mac, the Mac and Mac guys on Birds 365 coming back. We'll be joined by the big man, Brandon Lee Gowton from Bleeding Green Nation. He's up next here on Birds 365. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit. And the hits. Go for the stakes. And the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. 
Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Since 1977 at Rafferty Subaru, we have always been about our customers and the community. Early on, a safe and durable option, we've evolved to become the best overall brand according to Kelly Blue Book. Over the last 14 years, we've donated thousands of dollars through the Subaru Share the Love event and found homes for hundreds of pets. The Rafferty family is proud of our 45 years in business. This month, celebrate our anniversary with special financing on select models. Visit us and see why. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. Number five, that would be against the Arizona Cardinals. We'll get to that, but we're still looking back at the win over the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars this past week. Yeah. And here to give us an assist on that and where the Eagles sit at 4-0, and the best record in the National Football League. The question is, are they the best team in the National Football League? We'll put that to our next guest, the editor, chief cook and bottle washer, the creator, the do-it-all guy at Bleeding Green Nation, Bernie Lee Gowton. BLG of the Eagles, the best team in the NFL right now. I think it's them and the Bills. And, you know, why not the Eagles? I mean, they're undefeated. Yeah. Offense is looking good. They arguably have the MVP at quarterback. They can win in different ways, as everyone's like liking to say after this game. Um, <clears throat> why not? Yeah, I agree. I say in this snapshot, Brandon, they've been the best team. I mean, it doesn't mean it's not going to change moving forward. But over the first four weeks, you look at the yardage differential, it's crazy compared to them as the number one team and the number two team. Um, What has been the most impressive part to you about this team when you look at it? And I'll take the quarterback off the table, as you mentioned. He he could be the MVP. What, What surprised you, I guess, the most about this team and how well they played? I think it goes back to the history of the Eagles and something we kind of all mentioned going into the season. This is a team historically that does not play up to expectations as much as they're better at uh, overachieving when expectations are low. And typically they underachieve when expectations are really high. So to me, for everyone to think about how great this team looked on paper and then for that to actually just be the case. And there's no like actual, well, yeah. actually this is way worse. And Jason Kelsey mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, like, every Kelsey time you think we're stand. good, we stink. Right. And every time you think we're bad, we're good. Yeah. 
for there to be like you know no drama and they just it's it's been very uncharacteristic of a philadelphia sports experience it's like hey the eagles look really good this year and guess what they are yeah yeah they, they how much of that to... uh, as a follow-up sorry jody how much okay. of that do you give to nick sirianni because the most impressive part to me about nick sirianni and i say this all the time blg is a lot of coaches say they'll do whatever they need to do to win a game, but they don't. They 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 just lean on what they always do. He legitimately does whatever he needs to do to win a game. So people were saying, oh, he's not going to run Miles Sanders 27 times in, in a monsoon, but he ran him 27 stinking times because he had to. I'm impressed by that. You don't see that with a lot of coaches, never mind young coaches. I think it speaks to the talent on the roster too, just their ability, you know, to be able to do that and lean on different guys and and different guys to step up and make big plays in different moments. Like you had James Bradbury with the interception, and then obviously Hassan Reddick, who had an NFC Defensive Player of the Week kind of game with his forced fumbles, including the one that closed the game out. Um, yeah, and, and offensively, it's been a different story each week. Uh, leaning on Miles Sanders was obviously the way to go in the rain and everything, so. Um, yeah, I definitely think, you know, the players deserve a lot of credit as Nick Sirianni, I'm sure would say has said, um, but yeah, I mean, credit to him too, for, cause my question heading into this year was, okay, where does he give this team an edge? And I think you can you kind of talk about this. You can kind of talk about the culture of the team, um, and, uh, having, you know, um, like very positive, uh, you know, feelings in the locker room and everyone's having fun and, and doing well. And obviously winning helps with that. But again, there's no like weird layers of dissension or anything or any kind of like drama really around the team. And I think he deserves credit for that. Yeah, I think the culture is right now outstanding in that locker room. And Sirianni does get the, the great majority of the credit for that. But on offense, Shane Steichen's the guy who's deciding that they're going to run the ball into the ground. They're going to, uh, on a bad off day with Miles Sanders showing that he can move it through the uh, mud and the muck and the mire. Yeah, he's the guy who was calling those plays. Uh, do, do you think Sirianni is hands-on, like whispering in his ear on every single call, or is it truly as they describe it before the game, after the game, the collaborative effort of everybody works on the plays? But in the moment, it's Steichen, right? Yeah, I mean, I think you know Sirianni would talk about how you know, going into the game, and maybe this is the case, they're like, you know, they're going to they, – they might – discuss like this is going to be a run heavy game we want these certain plays we want this you know going into this matchup and then once game day arrives and the, you know the you know everything's live then yes i do think you know steichen's obviously actually making the call in that moment with sirianni certainly being tuned into the process and i'm sure you know feedback giving feedback you're weighing in uh where he feels necessary but yeah steichen's been really good this year jonathan gannon has been really good this year um and and that's a pretty good uh and there's you know there's a decent chance it's early that, like none of those guys are back because they're doing that, yeah. kind of, that that kind of job so far yeah that's been uh that's something we'll talk about as the year continues to go on a little bit early but if shane steichen continues to uh put together offenses and and the eagles are that successful he's gonna be a head coach i mean to me jg's more of the question mark simply because most teams want an offensive guy. So even though JG's the guy who got all the interviews last year, he's still got that. He's, he's hamstrung by the fact that few teams want to go defense to begin with, but let's talk about JG. Um, 
you get a lot of feedback at, at Bleeding Green Nation, uh, Brandon. So you know, not the most popular guy uh, amongst <laughs> the Eagles fan base. But I mean, I don't know what they are this week. I haven't looked at it yet. But they were number five on defense coming in. Now mm-hmm. traditional, which is terrible way to rate defenses but nonetheless i mean contextually it is what it is they gave up you know 200 whatever yards against jacksonville so it's only going up they're near the top of the league in sacks near the top of the league in turnovers this is everything philadelphia wants on the defense right but i still don't get the feeling that he's aggressive enough for these Mm. people are you still getting that I think, you know, it's it's the tide is turning a little bit here with, you know, and it should be because the results are there. And that was that was really my biggest thing. I'd like show me some results here, especially against teams with quarterbacks who aren't like total jokes like Garrett Gilbert and Jake Fromm and whatever. You have to go out against like an actual real starting quarterback and have a good performance. And that's what the Eagles defense has done since, you know, obviously week one was not uh, a good game for for Gannon. But ever since, I think they've, you know, They've allowed what? They allowed seven points in the Vikings game. They allowed six offensive points in the Commanders game with the safety in there. Um, they just allowed, what was it, like 14 or 14, whatever? Yeah. Yeah. With the, you know, discounting the pick six. So, you know, that's, that's, those are strong results. Yeah. That's, and that's not bad. And talking about going into the season, this is where it needed to be. This needs to be, a, you know, a top, you know, quarter of the league kind of defense. This can't just be a merely decent defense. This has to be a really good defense. And credit to Jonathan Gannon. Uh, get credit to the players for making plays, but so far, so good. By the way, they've moved up to number three defensive ranking yards allowed per game. Only Buffalo and San Francisco ahead of them right now on the defensive side. That's that's pretty damn impressive, Mr. Gannon. Thank you very much. Um, despite the defense looking as good as it has, they might have some questions in the secondary this week, uh, BLG. If Slay is back, that takes one of the fill-ins that you had to use last week off the table, get him returned to a backup role. But Maddox might not be able to go, which means more Josiah Scott in the uh, slots. He did not play exceptionally well. He, the only thing I'll say is he got better as the game went on because he was so god-awful in the first quarter. There was only one way to go, but up. Um, any chance that they go in another direction if Maddox's not good to go next week? I don't think so. And I do think they should kind of, you know, be cautious with him and maybe some of the other guys too. It sounds like Slay will be able to play. Um, notice I didn't say Darius there, just Slay. Right. Um, I, yeah. I, I think Maddox, uh, like with, you know, this big Cowboys game in week six looming and the Cardinals, not that you should overlook the Cardinals, but with them not being great and you should be able to win without him. Um, I think you're, you're going to go with just guy Scott again, there again in the slot. And, um, you know, we obviously have to see how it goes too with Jordan Mailata and Isaac Samalo. We didn't get the full uh, scope of what their recoveries will look like. Sirianni saying that you know you'll know more on Wednesday. Frank. Yeah, it didn't seem like uh, you know like season ending, but we still have to see. Yeah, Jake Elliott too might be right. a big one because if you have to sign a kicker off the street, that that that's not where you want to be. And unfortunately, the Eagles might be there at least for a few weeks, but. Yeah, look, the offensive line, I mean, look, you you can't give enough credit to Jeff Stoutland, but at some point, I mean, if Jordan can't play, if Isaac can't play, um, Jack Driscoll playing left tackle for the first time, um, 
really, if you think about it, because Andre's not available. So they're down to their third left tackle. Um, the backups, if those guys are unable to go, would be Cam Jurgens and Josh Shills, uh, interior uh, outside. You know, Brett Todd, people forgot. We didn't mm-hmm. mention him, Jody. Uh, he's now eligible to come off the pup list. Is, uh, he, any, is he anywhere close? Dillard, you say? Well, no? he tore his ACL in December, so it's a nine-month injury, so he should be close. So we'll see how they handle that. They they do have this incredible depth, but I, I you know, it's still not Jordan lot. It's still not, mm. um, um, you know, Isaac Sayamalo, if they're not able to play. At some point, where does this attrition harm the eagles yeah i mean you know uh they're certainly more qualified than other teams to handle this stuff but even like their practice squad being looted the past yeah. couple of weeks you know you lose yeah. coyote Oshika, you lose the raven clark um so you're really being even thinned out in those areas as well um getting toth back i think would be nice we'll, we, we don't know for sure it seemed to me in training camp that tyree jackson looked like a little bit further ahead than he did just based on you know what we saw in terms of guys running around on a field hard to judge for sure and then Dillard obviously we'll see if he's able to come back this week or not because he's also eligible to come off of IR and that would be a nice uh get to for him to be able to return with Driscoll I think he he relatively held his own there was obviously that one drive that kind of got killed when he was pushed back into Jalen Hurts um but for the most part, I thought he did well, but I also think that the Eagles were kind of shaping their offense at that point to also, you know, not just like drop back and ask him to win one on one and do the things that they could kind of do if they had Jordan Mailata in the game. So it's hamstringing the offense a little bit if he's not going to be there. Um, so, yeah, ideally, you need to figure this out. Understood that the Eagles do what they need to do to win games. They have for four games now, four and only undefeated team. John gave credit to uh, the coach because he really does show that in this preparation during the weekend and in the game itself, making decisions fourth down and the like. He does whatever it takes to get the job done. Just looking in the crystal ball, will that be running the football again this week against Arizona? Their defense, the way you think the game's going to play out, uh, as heavy a running attack this weekend as was last week, or uh, better balance, or... This is a Jalen Hurts 300-plus yard passing day. What do you see in BLG? Just looking at some of the stats ahead of this matchup, I think, you know, you look at the Cardinals' defense, and they've been uh, a little bit better against the run than they have the past, where um, overall, not a good defense. Still ranks towards the bottom of the league in, in points and yards and everything. Um, I think this is especially, you know, out there uh, in the Dome. Um, I, I think this is going to be another big Jalen Hurts passing game or has the opportunity to be. And really, this Cardinals team, I mean, you know, uh, I, I, I caution to say it's anything is an easy win in the NFL in a given week when so many weird things can happen. But and, and for the Eagles, too, who have not won in Arizona dating back to 2001. So it's been a while. I won five in their last five trips there. But this Cardinals team, to me, just does not inspire a lot of confidence, like a lot of especially if you're a Cardinals fan, a lot of things to feel good about. And I really think this passing offense should be able to get back on track this week and and have a big game. Yeah, I'm with you, especially I'm not the biggest uh, Clip Kingsbury fan in the world. But I will say this will be the first time this season, Brandon, that the Eagles kind of get a a little bit, uh, a taste of their own medicine and the Mm. fact that the opposing quarterback can move around and, and do off schedule stuff. 
And that's what makes the Eagles so difficult to play a lot of times uh, from a defensive perspective, at least um, if you're the opposition. Um, Kyler Murray changes things. I mean, things can break down and he can make something out of nothing. Um, Are they prepared for that? Does it help that they get to practice against Jalen Hurts all the time? Yeah, I think so. And I, I do think that is an interesting, you know, variable and wild card. Um, even if Kyler maybe isn't having the best day with his arm that he can kind of just create those plays like we see Jalen Hurts is able to. Um, at the same time, I think Kyler is so much less threatening than he is if DeAndre Hopkins is healthy. It's just, I and mean, he's a totally different quarterback when that guy is available. So, and he's not because he's still suspended for his uh, sixth game uh, suspension there. So uh, the Eagles catch a big break by being able to miss him. And I think, you know, Kyler will be able to make some big plays for sure. But I think, you know, that cuts both ways. There's some erraticism or erraticness, whatever you want to call it, to his game that I think is going to result in turnovers, especially by an Eagles defense that's been pretty opportunistic here. BLG, as the return tour continues, third consecutive week, well, fourth, if you want to count Jalen Rager. Uh, Rager. (laughs) Poor poor Rags. Oh, by the way, is he still on the Vikings? I haven't noticed. Yeah, had a big uh, 23-yard punt return in London. (laughs) Did he? It was well blocked. I'll just say that. He got exactly what he should have gotten. (laughs) And I, I, I apologize on my CBS show. I overslept. I planned on getting up at 9.30 to watch the kickoff. Yeah, I overslept and said, I didn't have to get, you didn't get up till like one o'clock because <laughs> yeah. all the action happened in the last two minutes of the game. You didn't have to watch any of it, except I missed the Jalen Rager punt return. So I guess I should have got up. Yeah. To, I think again. he got like four weeks in a row for yeah, uh, they have an early game, right? In London or Germany. I think they're going bang, bang, bang every mm-hmm. week. I'm not okay. sure, but I'll, I'll I double to, check. I have to reset my Sunday alarm. Uh, but it is the return to our Rager and to Carson and to Doug. This week it's Zach Ertz, who's off to a pretty damn good start, having one of the best production number-wise of any tight ends in the National Football League. Do you think coverage on a top-flight tight end will be an issue for the Eagles? They face Hawkinson week one, and he, he put up some numbers. Not mm-hmm. uh, scary numbers, but some numbers. Last couple of weeks, not so much the other team's tight ends. Is Zach Hurts an issue for the Eagles this weekend? I mean, you know, just a good player for sure. We all know that. Um, a guy who, um, you know, isn't doesn't have the flashiest game, but is a chain mover. So I certainly think he can kind of be annoying at times in that sense. I'm sure he wants to have a big game against his former team, but also averaging something like, you know, 8.1 or whatever it is, yards per reception this year. It's down from his career mark of like 10. Uh, point two or so so uh, not quite having you know the like an, an elite season from that standpoint Eagles should be able to contain him like you mentioned haven't really been like you know unable to cover tight ends for the most part this season so not really worried about him um, but certainly uh, it, it's so funny how the schedule lined up with all these like back-to-back oh there's that old face that we remember yeah. that was a big part yeah. it's, it's almost like too I mean you know, this is I'm getting ahead of myself here but imagine if Nick Foles has to start for the Colts when the Eagles play them later this season. And there'd be something really weird about like the Eagles having to beat all the people that helped them win the Super Bowl to get back to the Super Bowl. I do think it's, it's trending that we're not going to see Carson again, coming back to Mm. the financial field. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be the starting quarterback by that point, but uh, it is. Yeah. Yeah. 
Giants Packers this week in London. So they are starting this. You got to get up a little bit earlier if you want to see the Giants this week. Um, I, I, you know, when I talk about uh, this defense, uh, one of the things I was concerned about, Brandon, at least on paper, was if the Eagles come up a team, and and at least on paper, you might see it later with Tennessee, most likely. But if they come up against a team that can run the football, like they can run the football, or at least stick to the run, um, I was concerned about Hassan Reddick, uh, undersized on the edge, Kaiser White, undersized the linebacker, uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, you mm-hmm. know, a slot corner playing safety. Should I be concerned about that? Uh, or is that something that is just – that's the modern NFL. People are going to try to defend the pass first, and if you got to stop the run, you just hold on for dear life. Yeah, I think since week one, they've kind of more so bottled down the run. So not super concerning. Um, And I think for the weaknesses that those players have, you know, you see that able to be offset in other ways. With Like you'll live with maybe some of that with Redick if he's going to be able to knock the ball out like he is. That's huge. So those are like huge. And that's something he's been doing um, very well since he became a full-time pass rusher over the past two years. Like that's, that's not just luck. He's really good at attacking the ball and getting it out. Um, and then, you know, Kaiser White, you know, for his flaws, I think he's really fast and can able and is able to make plays too. And we've seen him make some big plays so far. Chauncey Gardner Johnson, <laughs> I think he's one of like uh one of the few maybe weak points uh in the Eagles defense right now. And and some of that I think is you know still adjusting to playing safety uh on short notice and only joining the team on short notice. So I think there should be some level of grace. Um, when, you know, factoring all of that in. But it seems like we see like a play or at least one play every week where there might be a coverage bust or a miscommunication or he's yep. somehow involved in that or some missed tackles, quite frankly, from him like he had, I know, again, in this game. Yeah. So him, I think he, you know, that's something to watch. And, and you know, maybe that gets better as he has more time and maybe the bye week kind of helps him out. You know, he's, he's able to kind of get more familiar with the defense and take a breath and everything. But uh, in the meantime, you know, if I'm another team, I'm kind of I'm, I'm looking to attack him. I uh, heard your uh, opinion slash insights on this in other places. Need you to share with us on Birds 365. <laughs> the attempted tackle by A.J. Brown on the pick six. You buying his explanation that he wanted to just run him down and <laughs> clap it out from behind? That tackling stuff is way overrated. No, no, I don't buy that at all. I mean... Even like okay, I saw his explanation, but I, then I was I, I rewatched the the play and I'm like I'm not even seeing you know how that would really work out. And also exactly. like AJ, you know they pay you that money uh, or they pay the defense a lot of money like to you know to like the defense that's been playing well recently. Like just get them down. Like you you can you they're not paying you to force fumbles. They're paying you to catch touchdowns. Just get them down, trip them up, and then uh, let the defense handle it. And oh by the way, yeah. adding insult to injury was the injury. My ladder was yeah. trying. Yeah, He's trying right. to make a play. You're the fastest guy out there, AJ. What are you doing mm-hmm. just jogging after yeah. him? Yeah, that's bad. It's a bad look. Um, yeah, it's, it's not look. good. But maybe Jordan should have let him go, too. You're right. <laughs> I mean, sometimes. I like, I'm like. i going to give AJ a pass because AJ's so damn talented. Sure. I'm going to give him a pass. Uh, but I agree. I'm not, I'm not saying cut him, but I'm yeah. saying anybody no. can be called on the carpet for any play. 
you're you're correct. He should have uh, made a better effort, but man, he's been good. I I kind of I, I I tell you all the time. I knew he was good. I didn't yeah. know he was this good, but um, I I do want to talk about the one part of the team, and people are probably sick of me talking about it, but it's mm. not good, and that's special teams, Brandon. Yeah, they are not good on, and it's it's everywhere. I mean. Even Jake Elliott, who's been good, and I, I'm not going to kill him for missing the extra point in that kind of weather, and he had made 60-something straight or whatever. But um, even that, him getting injured, I think you can go back to the Patrick Peterson block. And teams are saying, oh, we can get something on the Eagles. Mm. Uh, and they're going after the kicker, and all of a sudden he's hurt. And who knows? Hopefully he'll be okay and be able to kick. But even little things like that. Um Aaron Sipas had a bad game again. Oh. Uh, the difference between the net punting average between the teams. At some point, this is going to bite him in the you-know-what, Brandon, right? I mean, they got to get somewhat better at something on special teams. They can't cover kicks well. They don't return kicks well. What What, what is going on here? Yeah, it's pretty disappointing. I mean, if you go, you know, just a couple of metrics here, if you look by pro football focuses grading, they have the Eagles as the 30th ranked team in terms of special teams. Wow. Football Outsiders has the Eagles at like 29th in DVOA. So yeah, by, by every metric or a lot of metrics that you can use, certainly not good. And that matches the eye test. And yeah, I mean, the sip offs, some of those punts where, and it's been, I think, three in the past two games where they're like, you know, just over midfield, they're in, they're in a opponent territory, let's say like the 49, 47, 43, whatever. And he just like punts it into the end zone. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Like, come on. Like, this. so that's been really frustrating among other things. And, you know, I said earlier that uh, the Eagles might be losing two coordinators. Maybe none of them will be back because maybe they'll need a new special yeah. teams coordinator yeah. uh, at this rate. I think they will. If this continue, if they continue to struggle like this, I do think, not to put it all on Michael Clay, um, for as amazing of an offseason that Howie Roseman had, probably could have done better in terms of you know finding maybe a more inspiring option at kick returner slash punt returner. Um, not that Covey's been a total disaster, but I think you know you could do a little bit better there. Um, He's so, better than Quez Watkins as a kick oh, returner. I, I agree with that. Yeah. It's just you know you're kind of stuck, right? Like you're not gonna, you can't make t- big changes at this point. So I don't really know what the solution there is going to be. Yeah. All right, through your SB Nation network, um, do a little healthy speculation. I know mm. we're talking about the Eagles and their injuries, and the coach likes to play his cards close to the best. Down there in Dallas, what do they call it? Bl- uh, blogging the boys or bleeding the yep. boys, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Uh, Jerry Jones, ready, willing, and able to tell you everything ahead of time, weeks in advance if necessary. <laughs> Are we going to see Dak Prescott back behind center? against the Rams this week. Should we see Dak Prescott? Cooper Rush just wins the games, Brandon. <laughs> I think, you know, uh, Dak should play when healthy, clearly. <laughs> but, but I mean, I just think it's crazy that you would rush the quarterback back with an injury that is, like, you know, directly affecting his performance. And by the way, Dak didn't look good when he was healthy against the, and I know the Buccaneers defense is tough, but still he looked like really bad and not to say he'll, you know, be that bad always, even if he uh, didn't get hurt, but it's just like to assume he's going to come back, you know, without a hitch when he wasn't even looking good and all, by the way, now he's dealing with a finger injury to his throwing hand. I just think that's a little, it's a little much and it would be certainly funny 
um, if the Cowboys put him in and he's struggling, and then there's calls for Cooper Rush to go back in just because Dak doesn't. Oh, it, you know, it'll happen. 100%. You know it'll happen. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Of course yeah it's happen. already it's happening. The Rams. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, by the way, I took a legitimate call on my CBS show this weekend. Cooper Rush absolutely positively must start. Cannot be pulled from the lineup. Mm. Yeah, right. Uh, and to Cooper <laughs> Rush's credit, I, I gave him one of my game balls on on our Iron Football show on CBS. He hasn't wowed anybody. No. Yeah. He's won three games, but he hasn't wowed anyone. For Dak Prescott to be replaced, the the quarterback replacing would have to wow people, right, Brandon? Right. Or again, Dak yeah. would just have to be clearly like not healthy. Just clearly can't even like complete a pass. Like just not the accuracy, you know, all over the place, turning the ball over. It'd have to be a disaster. And I do think at the very least, he's, Dak will certainly be playing uh, in that Eagles game. So that's a very, yeah. very big game in Week Six. Best uh, winning percentage in NFL history for a starting quarterback, Cooper. The Rush. only Cowboys quarterback, I think, to go 4-0 and in their first four yeah. starts. Yeah, Cooper right. uh, Cooper is doing uh, a nice job. And I do think the Dallas Cowboys scare me for one reason, and his name is Micah Parsons. Mm. That guy is not blockable, uh, and he can wreck a game. So it is going to be interesting. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Mm. Arizona... Uh, can the Eagles lose this game, or are they just that much better? They never yeah. win in Arizona, yeah. as you mentioned. Right. Yeah, they can lose. I mean, you know, the Chiefs just lost to the Colts last. You know, any any team can lose any given Sunday, as we as everyone says. Um, but again, uh, I, I think it's just hard to look at what the Cardinals have here. Um, you know, unless like you know, okay, Malata is hurt, and Driscoll just somehow turns out to be a disaster, and it's some kind of uh you know nightmare performance like that but I beat mean, again so far this Cardinals defense has not performed well and Jalen Hurts even though you know didn't have his most prolific passing game although you know it's in the rain and everything I think that he'll bounce back I think the passing offense will get going and be able to put up a lot of points in this one so yeah I mean I actually haven't taken the Eagles this year, I think, to cover at all. I've taken the points every single week. Really? Um, every week. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same as you, Brandon. I, I pick the Eagles to win every game. Right. People call me a hater. But I haven't I haven't thought they would win by this much. I generally lose against the spread. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I feel better, though, about the Eagles this week. <clears throat> minus five. Wow. Um, I picked the Eagles to win and cover all four weeks and three out of four have been winners. Four out of four on the winning side, three out of four on the cover. Mm -hmm. I'm a little shaky about the birds this week, but we'll get Mm -hmm. there a little bit later. Uh, Last thing for me, and if someone has already gone there, I apologize. I try and stay on top of all you guys who cover the team on a day-in, day-out basis. If it hasn't happened, who will be the first to tie this week's trip to Arizona as just a prelim for the later trip to Arizona, wow. the Eagles will I, be I was, yeah, I, I was doing that weeks ago, and I <laughs> doubt I was the first. I doubt I was the first, Jody. The, yeah. the, this is a dual Arizona year, Johnny yeah. Mac, that's what you're saying? I mean, it was tongue-in-cheek, but yeah, you got to throw that out there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the, the non-tongue-in-cheek. Uh, oh, yeah. non-tongue-in-cheek? Yeah, I don't know if anybody's going to do that. Yet. Nobody? Come on, it's got to be one of you. I mean, like, for as much as we can say getting ahead of ourselves and everything, I mean, it's hard to look at the landscape of the, not just, you know, the NFC, but the NFL as a whole. There's only so many good teams, but especially the NFC, like the Vikings right now, with the Eagles. You know, They're beat, the number two seed. I know. Like, and like, yeah. they don't look very They're good. Terrible. 
They're so, like, terrible. It's really not hard. And looking at the yeah. Eagles' schedule the rest of the way, and obviously injuries, a lot, so many things can happen. Nothing. That's why I stone. say beware of San Francisco and that slow they, start. Beware. Be, of be, San maybe Francisco. beware the Giants. Johnny Mac just, then, just yeah. he just discarded them, threw them yeah. aside today, despite their three and one record. I am throwing them aside. Don't beware of the Giants. Don't. Waste I agree. Your time. Don't yeah, no, I, I probably am signing on to that too. All right, BLG, <laughs> we love signing in with you, buddy. Thanks for streaming in. We'll get you back up in a couple of weeks. Enjoy the game on Sunday. See you guys. Thanks. Check man. out his website, Bleeding Green Nation, a must for all you uh, diehard bird fans out there. All right, By the John, way, can I, before we go to yeah. our last break, can I give you a uh, Nick Bosa stat from our buddy Brad Spielberger at True sure. Football? League leading 30 quarterback pressures had 14 last night. 14 pressures in one game. He is, Nick a, Bosa. Stone, he is a stone cold beast. Unbelievable player. The, both of the Bosa brothers, but uh, the better one might reside in San Francisco right now. All right, Johnny Mac, Jody Mac coming back. We still got a couple minutes left. You know what we're going to do? Put a bow on the show. The greatest fans on earth. It's a bold statement, but would you expect anything less from Philadelphia? 58 years of heartache creates a toughness, a grit, a resolve not found in most. Sure, our prayers were answered, but now that we've had a taste, we're looking for more. Pondley Hockey, official partner of the Philadelphia Eagles. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. It's the team you trust to bring it all together. The stories that impact your community. A sports roundup for the locals. And the AccuWeather forecast you depend on. Action News at 11 with Rick Williams. Go to get your game on. Go for the beers. Go for the cheers. Go for the hit. And the hits. Go for the stakes. And the stakes. Go to get your parlay on. Go to get your party on. Go for the scene. Go for the screens. Go for the gallery. Go for the win. Go to Ocean. Visit theoceanac.com to plan your visit. Since 1977 at Rafferty Subaru, we have always been about our customers and the community. Early on, a safe and durable option, we've evolved to become the best overall brand according to Kelly Blue Book. Over the last 14 years, we've donated thousands of dollars through the Subaru Share the Love event and found homes for hundreds of pets. The Rafferty family is proud of our 45 years in business. This month, celebrate our anniversary with special financing on select models. Visit us and see why. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears.
down the home stretch on a Tuesday edition of Birds 365. <clears throat> Mac and Mac guys. Um, all right, uh, let's close it out on a let's call it a nitpicking note. And I uh, will probably incur the wrath of our pal Dominique Dabney on the uh, stream, who thinks all, all the media guys do is is look at the negative. Okay, I'm playing devil's advocate. Do you hear me? Need to hear me say that I'm playing devil's advocate. Here's one of the things that scares me about the Eagles this week. The Eagles right now are number one in the National Football League in plus minus takeaways. <clears throat> They're plus yeah. eight through four games, John. Now that's that's really good. Yeah, but it helps I remember leading into this season, it, a lot yeah. of guys, yourself may be included, I know others, who the Cowboys can't do what they did last year. Their plus minus was so top heavy. You can't replicate that. You can't do it over. Well, if you can't do it from year to year, what makes you think you can do it from quarter to quarter? That the first quarter of the season, yeah, I know, 17 games, it's not quite a quarter yet, that old math thing. But they're plus eight. The next highest in the league is the Ravens at plus four. You know who's number three? Uh, I don't. The Arizona Cardinals at plus four. Eagles one, yeah. Ravens two, Cardinals three. So it's well, all remember, remember who came in last week, number one, and that was Jacksonville. Um, and the quarterback turned it over five times. Um, so, yeah, you can't uh, count on it from week to week. Now, there are, you know, BLG brought up, you know, Hassan Reddick in the strip sacks. That's a skill. That part of it, you know, helps. But, yeah, I mean, they generally come in waves. You know, two of, of Lawrence's turnovers were, you know, I used the tennis term, unforced errors. Unforced, absolutely. Um, so, you know, yeah, it's not a statistic that is going to be consistent. Um, all you can do is teach it and – you see T.J. Edwards punching at the football all the time when he gets people wrapped up. Um, things like that can help. But, yeah, I mean, that is not a statistic. They, oh, the Eagles are going to get two turnovers, three turnovers. I mean, that's just, you know, one of those things. But I will say this, and I'm a Kyler Murray fan. I think he's very difficult to defend. <clears throat> he is the latest incarnation of Michael Vick. And we saw Michael Vick here in Philadelphia. Yeah, he, he loved he, the fact that he can yeah. run the football. He carries it like a loaf of bread. He's got it out there, one hand, palming it. And if you get guys who are quick enough with long enough reaches, you can't yeah. punch that ball. What, what coordinators say about certain quarterbacks is they will give you opportunities to, to turn the football over, and you, you have to take advantage of it. So that part is real. You know, some guys take better. One of, one of the best things, maybe the best thing about Jalen Hurts this year has been his ability to take care of the football. And I know he had the pick six and that was a, a questionable pass in the coverage. I'm not saying he's perfect, but he's better than most when it comes to taking care of the football. Um, you saw a quarterback who didn't take care of the football. Kyler Murray will give you some opportunities. So the Eagles need to take advantage of it. I agree wholeheartedly on that. Johnny Mac, good job today. Again, my apologies. Couldn't log into the stream yard. My bad, uh, but uh, we'll work on getting that straightened out uh, going forward. If stream yard allows me to come in tomorrow at eight o'clock, I'll be yeah. here. Will you? I will be. Well, who knows if they'll let me in? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. We're all, I, I say we're all day to day every day, but I okay. plan on being here. We're day to day going to tomorrow. If all things are lined up and right in the world, McMullen and McDonald will be back in two and two.
You've been listening to Birds 365. The destination for the passionate Eagles football fan who bleeds green. If it's Eagles football, we're talking about it. Debate inside the locker room and guests that are some of the greatest football minds from around the region. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And we'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on social media at Jacob Sports. See you next time on Birds 365. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.